On today's show, Continental is working on tires made from dandelions. Jaguar sets a very aggressive price for its first ever SUV, and why Costco purposely doesn't make much money on the cars it helps sell. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for September 18th of 2015. 3D printing is becoming more and more popular in the auto industry, and a new report from Markets and Markets predicts that business will really take off by the end of the decade. The 3D printing market in the auto industry will generate about $480 million this year, but by 2020, it's expected more than triple to $1.5 billion. North America is currently the leader but by the end of the decade, it's projected to drop to number three behind Europe and Asia, respectively, in terms of value. And if you want to learn more about how the auto industry is embracing 3D printing, check out our auto line this week that takes a deep dive into that topic. We'll put a link for that show in today's transcript. However, 3D printing is just one of the ways the auto industry is using alternative solutions to making car parts. Continental, the giant German auto supplier, is getting set to test tires made from dandelion rubber. Demand for natural rubber keeps increasing and its price often severely fluctuates. That's why the company is looking for a more economical and sustainable solution. It's calling the material tar axagum, which is derived from the botanical name for dandelions. The company says it's now ready to test a winter version of the tire at its proving ground in Sweden. Continental hopes to have tires made with dandelion rubber in production in the next 5 to 10 years. Still to come, Jaguar competitively prices the new F-Pace and Land Rover channels its inner child. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Pure Michigan Leading the automotive world in intelligent, connected vehicles, we run on brain power. Jaguar had perhaps the most important reveal in the brand's history at the Frankfurt Motor Show, its first ever SUV, the F-Pace. You might have thought because of that snarling cat's head on the grill, it would carry a hefty price tag, but you'd be wrong. Joe Eberhardt, JLR's president and CEO in North America, tells Autoline, that the F-Pace will start out just under $41,000. That's damn aggressive. But the company did announce earlier this month it would be cutting prices, citing price as the number one reason why consumers reject a luxury brand. And Jaguar really needs the F-Pace to sell well. As we've pointed out, its sales are down almost 4.5% so far this year, while Land Rover, which only sells SUVs, is outpacing the market. And if you'd like to learn more about the latest reveals from their designers and executives, you can check out our coverage of the Frankfurt Show on our website or YouTube channel. Speaking of JLR, as the current Land Rover Defender enters into its final phase of production, the automaker is sending us off with a new concept. But this is no ordinary vehicle, it's actually a kid's pedal car. The bespoke Defender features an aluminum frame, spring suspension, working brakes, in an authentically styled dashboard. But I guess those price cuts we talked about before didn't make their way down to this vehicle. 
I think you'd have to be richy rich to afford this thing with an estimated price of about 10,000 pounds. Coming up next, a look at one of the most unique business models in the industry. Did you know that Costco helps sell 400,000 vehicles a year? Yeah, that Costco. But even more surprisingly, the company makes very little money from those sales, and that's on purpose. So why does it even bother offering that service to its members? On AutoLine this week, Jeff Skeen, the CEO of the Costco Auto Program, explains why it's not looking to make money selling cars. The reason why we exist in the Costco Auto Program is to basically add value to being a Costco member. Costco's membership fees are really what drives the majority of the company's profit. So most of the merchandise, if you look at all the merchandise they sell through the register, you know, there's more than $100 billion approximately in, in sales of merchandise. And at the end of the day, Costco's really not trying to make a lot of money on all of that merchandise. What they want is, you know, 46 million members in the United States to pay them $55 for a Gold Star membership or 110 to be an executive member and keep on re renewing that membership. And so Costco's renewal rate is extremely high. I would tell you if I knew what it was, but uh, I don't know the exact number, but it's so high that that's where they really derive the majority of their profit. As far as our little unit um, that's doing the Costco Auto Program, it surprises dealers like Ken to know that our goal is definitely not to charge dealers as much as we could charge them for working with us in this program. It's actually to charge them as little as we can possibly justify to, uh, that still gives us enough revenue to allow us to support the program, to support the members from the beginning of their purchasing journey all the way through and after they've made a purchase. There's a lot of great insight into how Costco works with dealers to sell vehicles. And as always, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, Autoline.tv. But that wraps up today's show. Have a great weekend, and we'll be right back here again on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.